0: Yeah, 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 come and take a look at the snow. Bright white as far as your eyesight goes. Come and take a look at the fields of snow. I'll just get my coat, then we're good to go. Come and take a look at the lake. Let's have a quick skate before it gets late. Come and take a look at the frozen lake. Put your clothes on, mate. Don't make that mistake.
1: Greetings, holiday shoppers. There are now just 292 shopping days left until Christmas, and you know what that means. That means it's time for another episode of Christmas Creeps, your holiday podcast for Christmas movies all year round. Hi, my name is Joseph Wade. Here with me tonight are my co-hosts Johnny Five, the Human Robot. Hello, everybody, and Mister Bradford, who's back as well. Heyo. So, guys, how is the the late winter uh, heat wave treating you? Uh, I am dead. I died.
0: <laughs> it, it's it's thirty four degrees here. What are you talking about?
1: well it, just in the in the last couple of days uh we have had record high temperatures um, um in the winter, yeah. and yeah, yeah, I realize we're recording this in in different cities, but the fact still remains that in the south we are having record high temperatures and can I tell local. you about
0: can I tell you about some next level bullshit yes please so my 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 wife and I went out to the west coast to travel around because we'd never been to a couple of places. Uh, and we, we, as one of our stops, we went to LA and we were thinking, oh, LA, it's going to be, you know, 70 degrees, sunny, pack your swim shoot, swim shoes, uh, swim shoot. It's, it fires you into the ocean. So we did that and guess what? It was 50 degrees and raining the entire time we were in LA and guess what the weather was like at home.
1: Eighty 75, degrees and perfect.
0: Seventy five degrees and sunny and the cherry blossoms started coming out. Of course. So that was that was just uh that was just a little little treat. It was just dandy. Uh, yep. it's bullshit. <laughs> it is well, all bullshit. I can say is I hope you learned your lesson about having enough money to go on vacation. I guess I guess I did.
1: And uh from from what I hear, it's it is still like torrential downpours in LA right now. So When the weather hits L.A., it hits L.A. hard. Um, But we're not talking about L.A. tonight. We're talking about um, Chicago. Chicago, yes, because uh, it is Red Boxing Day once again here on Christmas Creeps, the time of year where all of last year's Christmas movies are now showing up at your local Red Box, and we are here to review those (laughs) for you today, today and tonight, whenever you want to listen. But uh, not at my local
2: Redbox. None of the Redboxes in my town, despite all of them having this fucking movie on the poster down in like down in uh, comedy sequel hell at the bottom of the at the bottom of the sign, none of them actually had it in the machine.
0: That's because it was in such high demand. Because that worries
2: me. That there are people <laughs> out there like unironically getting this movie in early March.
1: Yeah, like we're we're recording a, a podcast about these things. What's your excuse? It descor- was like. So go ahead, Brad. I did not pay money
0: for this movie.
2: <laughs> I mean, I guess you found the thing on YouTube that
0: was the stream. Mm, something like but that. I will not... Was... I'm not going to divulge uh, my methods, but I, I, d- I, I did not want to pay money for Bad Santa 2.
2: Well, when I actually paid money for it, but when I went to YouTube to search for it, the first result was the actual movie for rent. The second result was a... Um, like a camera rip of it. Ah, uh,
0: yes. Yes.
1: We do not condone camera rips or illegally downloading vid movies here on Christmas Creeps. However, Correct. we also, however, however, we also do not condone that you watch uh, tonight's <laughs> film, uh, that t- 2016's Bad Santa, in any form. because Bad it's, bad, bad Santa Two. Watch sh- Bad Santa. Don't watch Bad Santa Two. Oh, I got it wrong already. Okay, Bad Santa Two. We do not condone under any circumstances, legal or otherwise. <laughs>
0: And let it be known, I am a, I'm a good good media consumer boy. I pay for I pay for cartoons. I pay for everything. I didn't want to pay for Bad Santa too. Brad pays for cartoons on, on principle. Yes, I pay for cartoons. Okay, I, buy, I, paid I, buy, for I buy, it. It's on my Google account,
2: so now everyone knows that I paid
0: for. Yeah, it. well, that was really more of it than anything. Is I just didn't want it showing up on my iTunes history. Oh, you didn't want it like getting into your like
1: digital footprints <laughs>
0: exactly that's it like I would have been okay paying money for it if there was an incognito mode for for online viewing, but unfortunately uh, Apple has yet to develop that technology. <laughs> that would so... actually be
1: like a, a, a super a super in demand like property like uh, incognito in... media consumption like if you could crack that I... nut, you would you would make so much money.
0: The I know right? I want heartbeat. I want that feature for a lot of things. I want it for fortunately you can kind of do it already with Netflix with a separate like username. Oh yeah. But I need it for I need it definitely need it for iTunes. I need it for like the, all the different game networks too where I'm going to play some weeb game and I don't want anybody to know about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot easier to just set up a separate Netflix profile that says mom and then just watch all the Gilmore Girls can stand. <laughs> It's oh. not quite as easy to set up a separate Apple account for, um...
0: Oh, you bad know, Christmas movies?
1: Yeah, for bad Christmas movies. Or, say, uh, set a separate HBO Now profile for Christmas movies on HBO. Which I definitely <laughs> may or may not have done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just worried that YouTube is going to be like, Hey, why don't you watch Joe Dirt too?" Oh my god.
0: Here are Speaking 10 Adam of Sandler Dirt. movies you may enjoy. Speaking of Joe Dirt...
2: Speaking of Joe Dirt 2, I was at Walmart once because I needed to buy socks in bulk and didn't want to, like, <laughs> pay money for them. And in and it was a fucking mess there. Like, it took me, like, legit, like, a good five minutes to find, like, the correct size and the correct things that are socks and not other things because it was, like, just a disaster in there. And in the middle of there, I found an opened with a razor empty case of joe dirt 2 someone stole joe dirt 2 <laughs> how's your life
0: how's, how's i'm it going? pretty sure that
2: movie was fucking free on netflix
1: it was like, free somewhere yeah
0: well i think i think we are living in a society where Redbox still exists for some reason so it is not beyond the realm of imagination that the proposed the the purported thief of joe dirt 2 does not have a netflix account See, See Redbox,
2: for me, exists so I don't have to pay $4 original on YouTube. And that's enough. it.
1: Fair enough. Yeah, well, you don't have to physically, like, go into, a like, an extant video store and pay a person to, like, check out Bad Santa 2 for you. You know, <sighs> you, you at least can
0: interact with a computer and not another human being. Fair. That's fair. That's a fair point. And it wouldn't show up on your, your, your digital footprint, I guess.
1: And you know, there's, there's not like it's, it's not like we have you know homeless people sit hanging outside of uh, video stores, willing to you know go in and and rent movies for you.
0: (laughs) Hey, hey, want to make a quick five bucks? Okay, here's a list of Chris. I need, I need 1999's The Grinch. I need Bad Santa two. I need Santa Buddies for the Search for Santa Paws and i need season hey, three kid, of the gilmore girls bucks? i need
1: brats movie no questions
0: asked A <laughs> Br- brats movie
1: i need a Was very brats christmas there is a bottle of vodka in it for you
0: <laughs> i hope oh, you're both kidding are is there a brats <laughs> christmas movie because if I, so, I know there is a brats movie i don't know about a brats christmas is movie. it live action Yes,
2: there is a live action Bratz movie.
0: Fuck me. Bratz no. Babies
1: Save Christmas. Video two thousand and eight. Bratz
0: Babies wait. That is not a goof.
1: That is no, this is for real.
0: This oh, is real life. Oh gosh. Bratz Babies
1: Save Christmas. Babies is spelled with a Z and Z
0: course. Natch. Sh- oh man.
1: <laughs> hey, let's uh let's get back on topic here. Yes, so Bat yes. Santa 2 we is kinda terrible, to, uh,
0: isn't it? uh yeah it's pretty bad it wasn't good
1: if you're anything like uh mr johnny five and myself uh you are aware of bad santa and that it's a legitimately good well-made smartly written movie it's one of the you know the 2000s best christmas movies i think i guess we'd all say i mean despite the like utter nihilism
2: of it it manages to still like have a heart yes which, Bad Santa 2 tried for it, and it definitely got the nihilism, but it forgot the heart, <laughs> for the most part.
1: Oh, man. Nihilism and farts is what it,
0: is what it came out to. Um, Interestingly, no, wait. Were there any farts in the movie? No, I don't think mm, so. No. Okay. There was there was there was piss but no farts. Yes. Kathy Bates life. burps in Billy Bob's
1: face a lot.
0: Yes. And there was <laughs> there was a there was piss in like the first 2 minutes.
1: And there's a lot of vomit too.
0: Yes. Th- correct.
1: As as it turns out there's there's quite a bit of bodily hu- function bodily function humor in this movie. Um and we're tiptoeing right now so let's just dive right into this this uh shit burger and uh talk of, talk it out, gentlemen. Okay. So, alright, give you the quick rundown, because I don't think anybody actually saw this movie. This movie came out in theaters, by the way. Like, it looks like a direct-to-video, like, Asylum knockoff, but no, this was a legitimate, real, sincere movie that they made and put into theaters. Uh, I don't,
0: I, sincere is kind of pushing it.
1: It had, like, a direct-to-video
2: budget. Like, the first the budget was, like, $75 million. This was $26 million, I read.
0: Oh, wow.
1: $75 million sounds like a lot.
0: That's a lot of money for a Christmas comedy movie, but again, um, I think most people it John Ritter. Oh.
1: Okay, okay. So the budget for Bad Santa was twenty-three million. Uh, the budget for Bad Santa Two. No, The was... budget for Bad Santa One was seventy-something million, I think. Uh-oh. No, I'm, look- I'm looking at it right now. Budget twenty-three million. Box office seventy-six million. Okay, that's where I'm getting the numbers from. Then okay, my mistake. Uh, Bad Santa Two budget twenty-six million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so it actually cost more money to make than the first one, mm. uh, and it made twenty three million at the box office. So, want, little want. bit of a so failure here. Somebody no was more out bad there Santa for us. <laughs> yeah, the Bad Santa extended universe is uh, tragically cut short. <laughs> oh man! Oh. And I, I just and also I'm looking at the web, the Wikipedia article here. Apparently, I have been spelling Thurman Merman's name wrong this entire time. Shame on me. Shame on me! I'm a horrible human being. Speaking of which, um,
2: before I bought it on YouTube, it made me watch the trailer for it, and the trailer said Billy Bob Thornton, Kathy
0: Bates, Christina Hendricks, and Thurman Merman. <laughs> what? It didn't actually credit the actor. It just said Thurman Merman. Yep, yep, yep. I, I guess because it's his only known role, essentially. I think I I was, I was looking at IMDb after the fact today. And I saw that he was in like a couple of horror movies, and that's about it.
1: He was yeah, that he's in a couple see. of horror movies, and he's also in Unaccompanied Minors, which we have also reviewed. Yes,
0: yes, yes, I did see that as well.
1: Um oh, he was in, he's in a lot of sequels, apparently. He's in uh Slapshot 3, he's in Like Mike 2, <laughs> and he's in The Sandlot 2. So he's in a lot of sports comedy sequels. <laughs>
0: Was Like Mike, about ba- that was the basketball one, right? Yeah, that was the one yes. where, like, was it Bow
1: Wow who, like, got yeah. Michael, Michael Jordan's basketball shoes and he became, yes. like, a superstar?
0: That's and right. And he, right. he
1: dunked on, I, I want to say Airbud, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I want to say that
2: Like Mike 2 was about um, Thurman Merman finding
1: Michael Myers, like, Shatner mask and a <laughs> bunch of people. Uh, looking at the poster, Thurman Merman apparently finds cornrows. So oh no! That's, that's
0: oh no! That's a crime against anyway, humanity. The fact
1: is that they're treating Thurman Merman like he's Pee-wee Herman, because <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's an actor underneath this weird ass, like borderline, char- you know, autistic character, and his name his name is Brett Kelly, but apparently, he actually gained forty pounds for this role. Wow. Yeah, he
2: he packed on pounds to do this role again. He he macked
0: it. Mack from, <laughs> from always sunny. Oh yeah. yeah. So oh. so
1: that okay, what that tells me is that he ha- actually like kind of got control of himself and lost a bunch of weight and became a normal human being. Um and to play Thurman Merman again, they made him pack on forty pounds. That's yeah. Uh, oh man.
0: Mm. That's so sad. I don't... On the one hand, I'd love to do that, but on the other hand, it feels so bad. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm in this gray area where I'm like, man, it'd be really good to just eat whatever I wanted without reckless abandon, or with and reckless get fucking abandon. Fucking paid
2: like a couple hundred thousand for it. Yeah,
0: for yeah. But on the other hand, man, it must feel like I don't know. Anyways.
1: Well, you know that 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 couple hundred thousand it goes to your personal trainer after the fact to get
0: that weight back off. Yeah, right now I'm looking at a box of ten croissants, and I'm thinking, man, if somebody paid me, a, if somebody could pay me two hundred dollars. I'd eat all all ten of these croissants <laughs> right now in the space of the rest of the forty minutes of this this podcast. But alas, unless you guys uh guys want to throw me throw me some stuff on Venmo, I yeah, will, hey, live, uh, I so will what, live tweet this shit.
1: So hey, to all of our listeners out there, if you want to Venmo Brad some cash. Or send us some money to our our PayPal link, which we definitely do not have. <laughs> uh, or, or I guess Satchel us some money if you're listening to us on Satchel. Uh, there's a, 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 a you know donate button on there. But otherwise, um, yeah, if you just, just want post to send, on Instagram and Twitter, hashtag make Brad fat, hashtag make Brad fat. If you just want to post pictures of money on our Twitter account, that'd be great. Uh, i'm sure you can redeem that somehow uh, i don't think twitter has like figured out the technology for that but once they do we're gonna have that money on the twitter and we're just gonna download your cash and it's gonna be great not twitter doesn't know how to make money
0: you have to you have to write it in black sharpie on the cash for online deposit and i think it works mm-hmm. i think it checks out
1: Four bread four croissants so, okay, we're, we're stalling again, guys. We need to... <laughs> we, <fuck> about this <laughs> we
0: Twitter cannot Twitter. take
1: your money, but what they can do
2: is ban you for 12 hours if you call the Vice President Mike Piss. <laughs> Wait, they will definitely do real,
0: that. For realsies?
2: Yeah, there, there, and, are, there are things now on Twitter where if you do certain things, you get, like, oh, apparently good. automatically banned. Oh, oh, for oh I'm doing it.
0: I'm doing it right now. Right now. I Wait, don't. do I have to... Do I have to... Do I have to at him?
2: Yes. Yes. People have been adding him and saying "Mike piss" and beginning twelve-hour bans for it. Oh
0: hell yeah! I'm doing it right now.
1: All right, here we go. Brad is going to be uh, leaving Twitter for a little while while we Should talk I about say, bad scent. I'm trying to get us back on topic here, guys. Bad. Sand more like too. Mike. More
0: like Mike piss. Yes. Sent.
1: Done. And I think
2: it's a thing where. Twitter has decided that the way to combat harassment is to make people stop making fun of yeah, the president, yeah, and, and rather yet, than to like like ban, ban all the
0: white supremacists and Nazis yeah. and alt right people, yeah, or no, get someone kidding. who
2: speaks Arabic on their fucking team so they can take care of the whole problem of uh, yeah. weird creepy dudes in Saudi Arabia just being like, you know, hey, here's the Twitter account of some atheist. You should go all go, go harass
1: them. Yeesh. Oh man, actually, I, I think what their criteria is that like it. If you swear at people with verified accounts, they then you get that ban. Is what it oh, is. Oh, whatever. So if you say fuck to like Matt Damon, you're gone. You're out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: or <if> you just <laughs> no. Don't stop tempting me. I'm a little bit drunk, and we're gonna play this game. But no. Okay,
2: some uh, other yeah. Day, some I mean, time. Twitter is a fucking garbage pile. It's, it's just the only. It's, it's the only garbage pile
0: in town. Is the it's, only reason it, it. It's the worst. It's sweet. the best. It's the best. It's the worst.
1: Guys, we have a job to do. Come on. All right. All right. All right. All right. Get it together. Come on.
0: Okay. We that got was a job me to just slapping myself in the face. We...
1: Bad Santa too. We have to do this for the people. Okay. So for Booker. For Booker. For Booker. For Booker. For Booker. <laughs> all right. All right. Booker, this one's for you. Um so we are Going to talk about Bad Santa 2 here, and I'm going to cut this out because I'm rambling now. So we need to get our bearings straight and just fucking talk about Bad Santa 2. All right.
2: I will tell us about Bad Santa 2. Okay. So remember how the ending of Bad Santa 1 had like a nice happy ending where, oh, he's living in the house with Mrs. Santa's sister and Thurman Merman. Yeah, he got drunk and fucked that all up. Um, Mrs. Santa's sister left him. He has shitty jobs and lives in a shitty apartment, tries to kill himself. Thurman Merman shows up with an envelope full of cash and a burner phone. And he picks up the birdophone, and on the other end is Marcus, uh, Tony Cox, the, his elf sidekick from the previous movie, who is out of jail and has another score in Chicago lined up. They go to Chicago, finds out that Marcus's contact is actually Willie's mother, Sunny Soak, played by Kathy Bates. She works for a charity as part of her parole, and she has determined that it's basically the Salvation Army, pretty much, and her plan is... At the night of Christmas Eve, this is some Home Alone two shit. And at night of Christmas Eve, all of the money will be put into a big safe and kept there, and then they will just go rob it while everyone's at a Christmas party, basically. Yeah. And then there's other assorted hijinks and shenanigans. Um, Willie and his mother are very, very estranged. Willie apparently was born when she was like eleven or thirteen. I think the script says.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes.
2: And they are very much hate each other and no one trusts anyone like willie willie's mom is trying to tell willie that they need to turn on marcus because they can't trust him while marcus and willie are planning to turn on kathy bates because they can't trust her and at the same time the owner of the charity is a weird like don like the dov charney-esque sex pervert who is like jerking off in front of a secretary and smelling her shoes and his wife is Christina Hendricks, who uh, Willie has sex with a bunch because this is Bad Santa. That's what happens in Bad Santa. Yeah, keep it rolling. Like, keep she's it rolling. Like like You're the, doing the,
1: the true believer of the charity. Like she actually like does the work and puts the time in to make the charity function. Meanwhile, her husband or whoever he is, boyfriend, husband—I don't remember which—is embezzling all the money. Husband. husband That's yeah. yeah.
0: That's the other hook is that apparently he use it he gets 98 cents to the dollar of what's donated or whatever and so you know then you don't feel yeah. so bad about them robbing a charity i guess exactly is the point
1: exactly because you have to still you still have to like these characters so instead of just having them rob a charity blind they're robbing you know a guy who's a robbing a charity. charity yeah exactly and Christy Hendricks' character whose name was diane i think i don't remember
2: mm, i don't it's, fucking no. know not important. Anyway, she is yeah, a recovering it. alcoholic, makes Makes Willie go to AA, and she's also, like, a recovering sex addict, so they go and fuck in an alley behind a dumpster.
1: Yeah, that – okay, so that happens. Meanwhile, Kathy Bates and uh, – or Sonny and Marcus are trying to convince Willie to, um, to hook up with the security officer uh, named Gina because she has the keys to the safe. And all of the a- the access points. So, Marcus Marcus tries to get with her first, and this does not go well because despite having a lovely lobster dinner, uh, she does not want to hook up with him because he's very small, and how would that work? And this this really sort of bums him out. <laughs> Yeah. So then they, they put Willie on the case, and Willie nails her, like, right away. Like, that's just exactly what she's into. Because they play
0: up the fact that she has, like, an old man fetish. She's on t- Tinder later, and is, yeah, s- is swiping, swiping right, right on, on old, all the old men science. with no teeth, and then swiping left on friggin' Property Brother-esque chiseled <laughs> motherfuckers. Yes.
1: So, like... Th- n- they didn't even know this about her that just that she has this you know <laughs> skis fetish, but
0: it well Willie
2: does seem to have some ability to just fuck anyone he wants to fuck. Joe um,
0: mentioned this in our chat before Yeah,
1: and, and i I don't want it to sound like I'm jealous, but he does like every other scene in this movie, Willie is like having sex with someone, and you know what that's just not fair.
0: Like, what's with the handy he gets from the maid? Like, just randomly.
1: Oh, yeah. So, okay, so there's, a, <laughs> there's a random scene where, like, where Willie and his mom go to this, like, rich rich family's house where they're having a big Christmas party. And he's playing Santa and she's playing, you know, uh, Mrs. Ms., Claus. Mrs. Claus. And wh- while she's running around the house, while everybody else is just plastered on this Christmas party, she's running around the house and stealing things left and right. Like, she's a fucking wet bandit or something. <laughs> Meanwhile, Willie is is getting champagne and drinks from the maid left and right. And at the end of the party, they just kind of go into a back room and she gives him a handy. And during this scene, it he like she he compliments her on her grip, and she's like, "I was an Olympic shot putter." And like, come on, he's this guy just gets everything <laughs> handed to him.
0: Ah, uh, uh, is the takeaway here? I need to become like a skeezy old alcohol. Like the best way to to apparently fall into. Into random sex is to become a skeezy old alcoholic. I think the takeaway, like unironically, is it helps to just not give a fuck. Yeah, I guess so. I mean,
2: don't care too much. (laughs) That's That's how I found my wife.
0: I I stopped caring, and then I found I found love. So who knows? (laughs) I stopped
1: caring, and then I found a handy in the back of the McDonald's. (laughs)
0: Okay. All right. Let it, let's, keep, let's, keep, let's keep soldiering on. Let's, let's get through this. Let's dig through this. So, all right.
1: <clears throat> so, At
2: the same time, Thurman Merman has arrived in Chicago because he's like, I don't have any family. Grandma died on President's Day during the President's Day mattress sale or whatever.
0: Okay. That was, and, a good, that at, was, a, that was kind of funny.
2: At that point, uh, Karen, who is not recording with us, she is asleep um, right now. She said, oh, I get it. He's autistic.
0: Uh, that was already Which, established.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, well, it was it was well not just that, but also he has this like Pollyanna ish attitude too where he is very much incapable of even seeing the negative side of things. Right. right.
1: And, and and also I, he like straight up he straight up blurts out that like he's been diagnosed, he's on the spectrum.
0: Well yeah, yeah. and and the thing about uh, the thing about Thurman is it's essentially like they took Bad Santa too and then Thur they just basically made Elf again.
2: Like, well, to that's an extent, all, yeah. Like, that's
0: all it is. Is 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 this this little you know this this child of a man who only sees the positive side of everything and has curly blonde hair, goes to a big city, and fails. You know, doesn't see anything as corrupt, and eventually teaches the grumpy old man the the true meaning of Christmas.
1: The only thing missing it's, is Bob Newhart. It's
0: Elf. It's all it is, is Elf.
1: <laughs> A shitty, angry, um, <laughs> shitty, angry, um, no.
0: nihilistic, this, sex-ridden, this like, super blue Elf.
2: It's like Elf if Zoe Deschanel was also just robbing everybody. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, he Willie tries to abandon Thurman. He can't bring himself to do it. He takes him to the homeless shelter type thing that the charity has set up and has him stay there. Um, Where Thurman joins the choir, and that's he's going to sing at the Christmas party, so then we come to a head of, they're trying to rob people at the Christmas party while Willie has promised Thurman that he'll show up at the Christmas party and watch him sing. And then, at the same time, the security guard, who's getting suspicious of how much time Christina Hendricks and Willie are spending together... Not,
1: not to... Gina, by the way, a male security guard who's like a little... Uh, like Dale Gribble kind of wiener.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, second best character, by the way. <laughs>
1: yes. Who keeps being like,
2: you know, I need, I need some reconnaissance. Blah blah. It's like what? I I need, I need it some info. <laughs> like he keeps trying to throw or, around d- words d- like d- dossier. dossier,
0: dossier, yeah.
2: And then everyone's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? To the point where he just has to say f- like in play, he what he wants, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh... But
2: he figures out that Willie and Marcus are in fact Willie and Marcus, and not the fake names they gave. Which are Cook and Davis, I think.
0: Yeah. Right yeah. Right, during the, right during the sort of grand denouement, like the last ten minutes, where everything's so, popping off.
2: Yeah, so then what happens is uh, Sonny turns the power off to fuck with the security computers. At the same time, Marcus runs into the um, the charity head. Re- His name is Regent, which there, there's your problem right there. Guy with a fucking first name, Regent. Runs into there, turns the security off. Willie goes in and opens the safe, and then they manage to just barely escape. By the time that all of the security guards run up, this run up to the room because the, all the computers are fucked up, and the police are on their way. They all get into a big old gunfight. Um, Sunny shoots uh, Marcus and runs him over with a car, and she escapes to Santacon, which was vaguely mentioned earlier in the movie by um, Thurman Merman, which is. Um, basically a party where everyone dresses up like Santa.
0: Yeah. Well, it's... do you know about SantaCon, like, the real thing?
2: Oh, this is a real thing that exists. No, this I do is... not.
0: Okay, okay. So, SantaCon, um, well, it's, it's highly debated, but SantaCon is a thing where a bunch of, um, young adults, uh, probably about our age, dress up in Santa suits and basically do a bra- bar crawl. And it happens in multiple cities across, across these, these United States, Um, and usually there's a great amount of property damage and arrests and drug use and all sorts of other wonderful things. But yeah, SantaCon is absolutely a thing. They kind of, um, it's not like a thing that happens in a square like it is in the movie. It is, it is a glorified bar crawl.
2: And this Um, was basically a glorified street party.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a little more information on that in just a second.
2: Anyway, they, Willie and Sonny end up going there, and the, she shoots him once, and then she tries to shoot him again, and Thurman Roman takes a bullet in the ass for him. And then they wrap it up with, um, Willie basically sold his mom up the river, because why wouldn't he, to be honest, like, I agree with him on that front. Yeah, absolutely. He manages to get off pretty relatively light. He's working as a janitor at the charity and banging, uh, Christina Hendricks while Thurman Merman is there as well, like, staying there. And Willie, uh, Kathy Bates is in jail, and Willie is in the hospital. And the movie ends with, because there was a reference earlier to the fact that whenever Willie passed out drunk, um, Marcus would teabag him and post the pictures on Instagram. So the end credits are pictures of a prosthetic scrotum sitting on Tony Cox's forehead.
0: So did either of you do your due diligence and look up the Instagram account that... Um, was oh, in, no, the, in, oh, no, in the no, 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 no. in the credits of the movie. Okay, so here's a little information on SantaCon. Uh, it in, it it uh started in SF uh, naturally, and in December of 2014, the cover, cover story of Village Voice recounted how SantaCon had evolved from joyful performance art that originated in San Francisco to a reviled bar crawl of drunken brawling, vandalism, and disorder in New York City and elsewhere, resulting in fierce community resistance and disavows. From the originators of the event, so yeah, it's basically like it's it's essentially now it's an excuse for for fr- frat bros to uh, to dress up as Santa and get wicked drunk and just uh, get rowdy. And there is one in my lovely home or er, in my now home city, um, so um. I may want to investigate that next year. Uh, may not drink during it, but absolutely want to to get into the details of SantaCon. So I absolutely I may,
1: re- report
0: back to us on I, that. Next I may year. report the SantaCon this year. I'll I'll let you guys know.
1: Um, John, do you remember the episode we did where you and I drove around town looking at Christmas lights? Yes, I do. That was the night of our local SantaCon. So wait, uh,
0: wait. you guys, you your our hometown has a SantaCon. Yes. Like all, all, all five bars downtown that they they go to.
1: Yeah, I don't know where, like, how far or where they would have even gone, but yeah, oh, they
0: did. Oh, lovely. My, ours is not even called Santacon; it's called Santarchy. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> it's kind of good. I kind of love it. I kind of want to attend. I mean, Ma- the maybe maybe we'll of drinking. the
2: event sounds like Woodstock '99, basically.
0: Maybe, may, and and actually end up drinking, starting at 3 p.m.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm talking about with Woodstock 99, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was basically they decide they're going to have a Woodstock in, when they have it, in 94, I think, to be like the,
0: something
2: yeah. like that, I don't remember.
1: 94 was the 25th anniversary, so 99 was the 30th anniversary, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, they, they also t-
0: wanted to do like the 69 one or whatever, But anyway, so go ahead.
2: They, they, so they had so they had Woodstock 94 as, like, the 25th anniversary, and then they had Woodstock 99 for some reason, and that's less Woodstock they had because it involved Limp Bizkit and people getting raped in the crowd. Ooh. And that's what, I, that's what came to mind when you said SantaCon had been taken over by a bunch of, like, started out as, like, a nice, friendly thing in San Francisco, and it was quickly taken over by assholes.
0: Yeah. Jeez.
2: I mean, basically, we can't have nice things. I None mean, of us can.
0: the rules that are outlined here are pretty good. Uh, hopefully, like... They're saying if you see kids and you're dressed as Santa, you should give them candy or toys. And then... So, Brad,
1: know. are you are you on Santacon.info?
0: I... no. That's I am where on, I'm at. I am on my local respective Santacon. Okay. You, well, I'm on the, the
1: official sort of umbrella site for Santacon. Santacon.info.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Here, I'm just going to come out with it. Okay. Since, since my location is on my Twitter profile and two minutes of digging, we'll, we'll give you where I live. I am on the, the Santarki, Washington, D.C. chapter webpage. Uh, that is santarkidc.com. Uh, anyways. I got you. But uh,
1: santacon.info where you can read all of the guidelines and rules and history for SantaCon. You can purchase Santa suits or contact Santa yourself. Um you can do all of these things, and, and find your personal location. There are many, many, many uh, cities listed here, uh, mm. in and poorly uh, organized, so it might take some digging.
2: Was this inspired
1: by reindeer games, possibly? <laughs> Maybe.
2: I mean...
0: Babysitting we, Santa... We all,
2: we all dress like Santa and then go do crime?
0: Essentially. Babysitting Santa while they vomit in an alley is not fun. Don't be that Santa.
2: So, should we actually talk about like this movie some more,
0: maybe? Okay, fine. All right, fine, if you insist.
2: In general, like, so Brad did not see Bad Santa 1, but you know what
0: it I, was, and you know that I, he liked it. I listened to your episode on it, and I read the Wikipedia's plot synopsis of it before watching Band, Set. Band so, Santa 2.
1: So, okay, so, taken at face value. I you would you will be forgiven for th- assuming that both of these movies are relatively similar. Because yes, because on the surface, I, yes, they are very similar. Uh Bad Santa 2 is it you know, is not demonstrably um it's a
2: sequel. I mean, it's like, yeah. hey, we're doing the same shit together in a different town. That's how sequels work,
0: you know. Right. Right. It's it's the Home Alone 2 to Home Alone 1 of Bad Santas. Sort of, but like bad, the, San- bad the, Santa in New York.
1: Part of the joy of Bad Santa is sort of peeling back the layers of this horrible person's life, like bit by bit, and having mm. having this kid show up and sort of, you know, reveal to him that his heart may not be as hard as he thought it once was.
0: Um, I can see the value in that, and I can so, see how it, th- there's absolutely no merit in this sequel. <laughs> right.
1: So then, like doing a sequel where the kid is all grown up. And we're just going to do the heist again, and also everybody still hates each other.
0: It, and it's... and and the manchild is going to melt the heart of the the, the career criminal yet again. Yeah, like it,
1: it's it's all fairly. Um, I mean, by I, the way, nihilistic, I guess, is the word I'm going to use again. Go ahead, Brad. By, by the way,
0: um, I did not look up IMDb for the original. Is that Lorelai Gilmore as as Santa's girlfriend yes. a, as as Willie's girlfriend? Yes. The the, um, the 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 fuck me Santa lady.
2: Yes. She <laughs> did not record or she oh. did not appear in Bad Santa 2 because she was too busy with the Gilmore Girls bullshit going on.
0: Oh the new season's so bad. Did you guys watch
1: it? I have not, not watched a single episode of Gilmore Girls. Good on you.
0: Uh I have a wife, and so <laughs> Gilmore Girls in its entirety and Gilmore Girls the later years whatever the fuck it's final fantasy for the after years Gilmore Girls edition was after- watched and was bad
1: after Gilmore Girls the Gilmore Girls sequel
0: Yeah it was not Gilmore good. Girls MD It was uh, very bad it was very bad even worse than the original series I mean the originals I don't know we can talk about Gilmore Girls later. This is not Gilmore Gals, the po- or Gilmore Guys, whatever. Hi, Gilmore. Yeah, that's Guys. its own podcast. Uh, yeah, that's its own podcast. But anyways, okay. So that's Lily and Jake, whatever. Anyways, g- back to the. I'm, she I'm really is not I'm, in this movie because I am pivoting yet again, Girls, trying yes. to get away from talking about this movie. Anyways, <laughs> this episode is so,
1: is listing hard and threatening to capsize. <laughs> so one thing that. Um, kind of like the opposite of a checkoff
2: gun because it never went off i thought there was one point where willie explicitly tells thurman like don't call me unless it's an emergency and i thought that was going to play off and it never did yeah
1: (laughs) but um overall like 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 thurman calls willie like when his bus is on fire or what no like he
2: like he calls willie and the phone rings in some scene where willie's trying to be quiet or something like that oh okay well that
0: happened that happened to marcus
2: Yeah, but, I mean, like, in the first... When I'm talking about in the first movie, Willie is trying to kill himself in a car. Oh. Like, with exhaust fumes. And just gives Thurman a letter just saying, Hey, when the police come for Santa's body, give him this letter. Yeah. And later on, just completely... It turns out Thurman did give them, the like, the confession letter later on, which is how the police, like, catch them in a sting at the department store. Yes. And I thought they were going to pay off something like that again, but they didn't. Uh, But, overall, I... A couple of problems with this movie. First off, like... The first movie had that nice kind of arc of Willie kind of figuring out that, you know, there's more to do than life than pissing yourself in the gutter.
1: Right. And like like there's value in in living in having other people around and not being so self-absorbed all the time.
2: hmm. And in the second movie, he kind of regresses back into like his alcoholic nihilism. But at the same time, shit is just working out for him now.
1: Yeah, Man, like, is it's, it like ever? it's like everybody around him just gets worse, you know. Like everybody, everybody around him is just that much worse of a character. So Willie is sort of forgiven for being kind
0: of a perennial fuck up. Hmm. I don't. Know. I, can I say, as somebody who watched Bad Santa two and did not watch Bad Santa one, I was immediately, is he as racist in Bad Santa one as he is in two? Because like at the beginning, they like play that up quite a bit. I don't know. I don't know if he's strictly racist.
1: I mean, cuz they do that at the beginning
0: when he's meeting with Marcus at the diner. He like makes like two like racist comments and Marcus is like, "Yeah, you're so racist." Is that ever that, like is that, that ever is a more the
2: animosity between Marcus and Willie than anything else? Fair enough. Okay, but it's like if honestly like, you know, if if you know someone who is an African American little person and you want to piss them off, you know, I can think of two things to insult him on pretty quick. You know, fair
0: enough, fair That's, enough. Yeah, but he crazy. also he also he also talks about uh, people of Asian descent. I think that just might be his in,
2: his general like like playing oh. him up with, like a drunken idiot idiot boor type of thing.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, like just how 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 to cut right to the core of Marcus real quick is to uh, get at him by like by right. uh, <laughs> insulting his
0: ex wife can i can i say my favorite gag of the entire movie yes might be when marcus was going out on the date with gina and he's holding a bottle of champagne when he starts and when he gets out of i i guess their car or the cab or whatever when he's like seeing her to her door he's still holding the same bottle of champagne like it's a fucking equip <laughs> from an rpg like he's never gonna open this bottle of champagne it's just what he has like I enjoyed it's, it's that. It's the prop
1: that, that, that proves yeah. how classy he is.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, he's trying to prove what a sophisticated world globetrotter he is by holding this bottle of on-open champagne. I did enjoy that. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Anyways.
1: Oh. And, you know, not to say that this movie is a complete, like, loss, because they still do find some, some you know, places for some good zingers here and there. Um, like I wrote down a handful of one-liners that just absolutely killed me. Lay them on me. Okay, so when at the beginning of the movie, when Willie is like writing out his suicide note on like a piece of cardboard or whatever, <laughs> he writes, "Donate my organs to science," and then he like tries to get ready to hang himself, and then he finishes it with, "Accept my dick, put that in my hands." <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh. So then Thurman Merman shows up. And he has apparently been given the job of sandwich artist at, like, Hungry Hoagies or some place like that, like a subway kind of place. But uh, he's talking about how dumb he is, and, he, like, he's, he's, always, he's always burning his hands when he's pulling the sandwiches out of the oven. And he goes, Darlene says I should put butter on my hand. But that's stupid. Hand isn't food. <laughs> <laughs> hand is not food. Um." <sighs> Oh, okay, the last one I'll give you Because I don't want to just sit here and just quote the fucking movie um, uh, I don't I don't even remember the context of this It's just a thing that Thurman Merman just blurts out He says, one time I ate too much turkey bacon I didn't poop for two weeks For four
0: weeks Oh yeah, that one was pretty good I had to
1: there... pause the movie because I, To wrap my head around what that so even means So is it like
0: eight weeks? Is that, was yeah. that two months? <laughs> uh... Or
2: maybe he just did it like, twice. Yeah. Like, he ate too much turkey bacon, he didn't crap for two weeks, and then he did it again a couple weeks later. <laughs> for four
1: weeks. And he's counting the whole thing as a single experience.
0: <laughs> mm.
2: Yeah, like, most of the lines that Rerman gives in this movie are kind of like Ralph Wiggum type things, where it's just like, completely, like, in outer space, too dumb to live type of things. Yeah. And then there's then there's just a couple that just kind of hit home on the autism thing, like, we, he mentioned being spectrum, and then also when he talks about his grandma dying, he associates it with a President's Day like sale. car sale ad. Yeah, and that. But like for the most part, he's basically just a too dumb for, too dumb to live type character, and it's more fun when he's doing that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and if I if I may, I think this decision to bring Thurman Merman back and make him kind of borderline autistic is I don't know. It seems very mean spirited and not really in the spirit that the movie probably intended because like when he, in the first movie you know you can kind of wave it off as oh he's just a dumb kid he doesn't really know any better and no one was around to teach him any better but then like between then and now he's just grown up into the same person and is even dumber and it seems like Willie hasn't taught him a goddamn thing and that just makes it so much more sad to me but I, I yeah like
2: he he teeters between like like i said between Ralph Wiggum and autistic and it's way more fun when he's going on Ralph Wiggum and when he leans toward autistic, it's just kind of like, oh,
1: yeah, this, that's right. This movie is just really mean. Mm. Right. Because mm. like, so the to bring Thurman Merman back into the fold, uh, you, you can either do two things. You could either bring the same actor and the same character back and make him, you know, just as, you know, m- make him age appropriately for, you know, the time between the movies. Or you set the movie, you know, at some other point and just cast a different child as Thurman Merman because you want Thurman Merman to be like, you know, this pure little weird child. But they went with the first route, which meant that the, the only way to excuse that was to make him autistic. And I just, that seems like, I mean, I don't want to repeat myself here, but it, it just seems like the more mean-spirited route to go. And like, the only reason they did it was to just be assholes, I guess. this character i don't know something about it i just the fact that he's the same character but grown up and even worse just does not sit well with me even though he gets like the best one-liners in the movie just the fact that he's here kind of rubs me the wrong way yeah so it sounds like brad has gone up to uh grab himself a beer so we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back we're gonna give you our final thoughts on bad santa 2
0: Hey everybody out there in podcast land This is Martin R. Schneider from Front Row Central You were just listening to my voice On the Front Row Central podcast Well coming soon you can listen
2: to my voice On a totally different podcast Political theater is the podcast That breaks down the connections between real world politics And pop culture Perfect for those horrible dystopian days When you can't even tell yourself what's real anymore Every month, my co-host Marta Russick and I will tackle a different political topic and analyze it using movies you love and movies you hate. Plus, interviews with newsmakers, researchers, filmmakers, and anyone else who's relevant to the topic. And I know what you're thinking. We promise. No Game of Thrones. No Harry Potter analogies. So watch for Political Theater in 2017 at Front Row Central and at politicaltheaterpodcast.com. Remember, it's your patriotic duty.
0: And we're back. A dinosaur story. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, you got me. Anyway, so we're back talking about uh, Bad Santa 2. So John had some final thoughts before we get into our crankometer here. John, take it away. Just on like the the actual like quality of movie thing, a lot of the
2: acting felt really like nuance free and wooden, just kind of like I am going to say my line. Now I am saying my line. I am saying my next line responding to your line. Yeah.
1: Do you get the sense that maybe they didn't care too much about this movie? Uh, Yeah. Phoning in a sequel? Absolutely. Kathy Bates was having fun, though. She was one of the best parts of the movie, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. She's, like, the only one who's really enjoying herself. Because, like, you know what? At this point in her career, she's Kathy Bates. She can afford to do bullshit if she wants to. And, like, she kind of hams it up. She, like, gets the, like, full biker... Person persona like she's got the tattoos and the really shitty haircut and like the leather jacket and she's just kind of going for it mm. um but at the same time like she can like she can uh turn that off and play you know mrs Claus as well as anybody could or could so she it, it, as, as far as that goes she has a definite range here like she goes from being kind of a piece of shit to kind of the sweet old mother sort of archetype but and kind of halfway in
0: between too like she's trying to connect with willie at certain points and willie's just having none of it but the entire time it's it's like yeah yeah it's gross where she's talking about like spitting up chewed up caramels into willie's mouth or whatever but it's like i don't know but at the end of the day she's still like the piece of shit mom because she tries to shoots Willie and tries to well, steal the money. Not
2: just that, on. but all of the reco- all of the talk about reconnecting and whatever was literally just a put on yeah. to sucker Willie in.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Uh, like, She's good at Billy it Bob- though. Yeah. Billy Bob Thornton eh, kinda played it a little like who gives a shit in this movie. I'll
1: I'll I'll tell you, like maybe this is a factor of the script being poorly written, but I, I felt like they really leaned too hard on having him just swear at everybody for 90 minutes. Yeah. yeah. And you kind of get the feeling that he, you know, Billy Bob didn't really care, care much about it. So he probably thought that that was going to carry over into Willie, but no, it just makes it look like Billy Bob wants to be anywhere other than making <laughs> this movie. And Tony Cox, for the most part, is just kind of like emotionless, just kind of loud mainly. Just kind of
0: yeah, there.
1: Well, it all it doesn't help Doing that he this. also didn't have a whole lot to do in this movie. That's Not true. Really,
0: no. It was it, basically his role in this entire movie was him getting frustrated that he couldn't get with the security guard lady,
2: and like, that he that's couldn't his... get the other one. The other people like wrangled up to have a professional fucking robbery.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that's basically his whole, whole arc is this failure to launch onto regards, and then just like him just being like, oh fuck everything. And then he gets run over and then he gets, he gets tea bagged. And that's, that's his, his entire arc.
1: You know, I I guess we're, we're at the point now where spoilers have gone out the window. Like if you're going to watch Bad Santa two, you've already watched it. And we're not going to, we're not going to convince you otherwise, but like at the moment when, when Sonny shoots Marcus and then runs him over, I thought the movie grew a pair of balls for a second there and actually like committed to killing off one of the characters. Off, yeah, yeah. And then when Marcus shows up at the end for like a a, a teabagging joke, it ugh. That kind of whatever. Yeah, what yeah. Little, I thought they
0: killed off Marcus too. Honestly. What little
1: like shred of respect I grew for this movie was just completely dashed when <laughs> Willie teabagged <laughs> Marcus over the end credits. Yeah. Oh, God. speaking of the ending,
2: though, I did like how when they're all getting wheeled into, like, the police cars and the ambulance and everything, Thurman Merman just goes by and is like, hi, Willie, I'm okay, she only shot my butt.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> His... he, gets
0: to, he gets to go play Forrest Gump for a little while. He gets to play fucking Olaf. That's all Thurman Merman is in this entire movie is he's basically like a a blonde Josh Gad. Like, <laughs> for real, realsies. Like, he's the annoying snowman, <laughs> tag along. Why is Josh Gad a person that's allowed to be in movies, by the way? Because of Frozen?
2: Like, you just look at him, and you're like, what are you, what are you doing? Did you, like, slip past the bouncer or something? Well,
0: he got so lucky with Frozen. Like, was he even known for anything before Frozen? Uh, he,
1: Josh Gad got, like, he got that one-two punch right at the same time where he was in, like, Frozen and the Book of Mormon, like, together
0: at the same time. Oh, was he in... Wait, he... but that was in the original production? He was in the yeah. second production? No, he was, he in, the was in the original. Yeah. He was the, he, was he was he? the original Arnold
1: in uh... Uh, Book of Mormon.
0: The fat kid. Okay, I did, I did not know that. I really didn't I mean, know that.
2: I feel the same way about Judah Friedlander, where it's just like, how did you escape from the writer's room and get in front of the camera, and why did nobody, like, tase
0: you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Zeus. Hmm.
1: This is definitely not... A writer's movie. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> was it written just... during the writer's strike?
0: I don't interesting know. Qu- interesting question. Cause... But it's so... The writer's strike was like, what, five years ago now? Uh, more like ten years ago. Jeez, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there yeah, was the no writer's
1: strike to blame this movie on. Uh, okay. sorry. But like, no, this is not like a writer's kind of movie. This is more of just like... You know, let's just put some improv comedians in a room and, and see what kind of uh, scenario they come up with. All right, Bad Santa 2. I need a location. Chicago. All right, Thurman Merman is how many years old? Give me a number. 21. All right, let's just <laughs> Give roll. me a location and, then, and two professions. And and then no, but nobody in the audience said a fucking word. Nobody yes gave them and. anything. And they just said, all right, we're going to manufacture a scene out of whole cloth. And um, that's how you make bad comedy. And that's how you, they made Bad mm. Santa 2. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, hypothetically, would there be a way to make a Bad Santa 2 that would actually be good and funny? Um, yes, you would have to go back to the year 2005. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think the answer to your question is no. Okay, and just just
2: in terms of being, like, timely and still having Thurman remember be a child, do you mean? Or just that this is, like, Bush-era humor that would play better then? Or what do you mean? A little Pre- of ball? both.
1: A little of both, actually. Like, you, I, I kind of don't care for Thurman Merman being an adult because I hate the inexorable march of time, but also just like (laughs) Thurman Merman really only works as a child. And even though like he's kind of playing a child here, it's creepy and weird that he's an adult now. So Thurman Merman needs to be a child. And yeah, you, you probably do need to keep that sort of um, like mid two thousands Bush era of like anything goes kind of comedy. Because you know, 2017 is is the era of um, uh, woke, being woke about everything, and this this movie will not fly in 2017. <laughs> this is this is the least woke Christmas movie,
0: I think, is what we're saying. I think that's a fair assessment. It is a very un-woke Christmas movie. Do we need to add a Z access to the crankometer? Or is that too much? No, so That's, a, a woke z-axis, a woke axis.
1: Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It, oh my god, it wouldn't be. A Z, it wouldn't be a z-axis.
0: It would be a w-axis because w stands for woke. Okay, fair enough. But the point stands: a 3D crankometer cannot be an, done. Okay, Booker, you have
1: your assignment. No, don't do that. Um, so I'm going to give every. Time. I'm going to just... give every movie a secret
0: woke crankometer rating. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go
1: ahead. Here's your 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 secret third coordinate here on the crankometer. Um, yes. No, so let, let so crankometer. This is a bad movie, right? This is this is uh not well, let's good. talk about christmasiness, course. Okay. Yeah. because that's what we do. Christmas um, It's pretty
0: Christmassy. It's pretty Christmassy. Yeah, I mean, you've it's got christmas music. It's, it takes place during christmas.
2: Yeah, I mean, it does kind of have a message of uh, 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 at the end the the movie's message is you know blood family doesn't mean shit if they're a bunch of assholes family is what you make it basically
0: love it or lump it yeah
2: yeah because at the end he realizes his family is basically thurman merman and mrs santa's other
1: sister right which is which is what diane's name kind of becomes at the end um so and, uh, and I mean
2: that I, that's a pretty decent Christmas
1: message of just like you know, pretty much life is what you make of it. Right. Yeah. But yeah. it kind of gets lost under so much nihilism that I, it it hardly yeah. ever read, even registers.
2: Yeah. It it is it is there at least like um, like a theoretically, I guess. So I would give it like a three on the Christmassy axis because it is would, Christmassy. It does have a message that doesn't it doesn't stick to all the time.
1: I it is a good I, would, I would agree with three. I am A-OK with that. Um, So we're giving it a 3 on the X-axis, and now on the Y-axis. Uh, how good is this movie, Uh, quantitatively speaking? Well, it's not mm. Christmas Shoes. <laughs> it sure as hell is not Christmas Shoes. But it's also not Bad Santa. So, mm. somewhere in between... Negative
0: 2? Negative 3? Negative,
2: t- negative 2 I'd feel comfortable with, because... I mean, it's a bad movie. That, that's not a question. There it were some is, it, laughs to be had out of it, though. It is not like, enjoyable.
0: It is not absolutely fucking terrible, but it is not enjoyable. I would not recommend this movie to anybody, really. Not
2: really, no. I mean, if you were morbidly curious and you happened to like catch it on Netflix or something like that, where you don't have to pay any more
0: than you're already paying to watch it, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't even go that far. I would... Remember back when Planes only showed one movie or two movies if it was a long flight? And yeah, that was the movie you were watching. It's about mm. that good. Like it's it's like good enough. Where if you're a captive audience and there's literally nothing else on the entire planet to watch.
2: Well, I got lucky because the one fl- flight I was on where they did that,
1: I watched National Treasure. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that's a good pick too. Mm. Um, I, yeah, like I think the only time I would ever consciously recommend this movie. Is if for some reason it was edited for cable TV, I would recommend watching it just to see what the hell they would cut out to make it suitable there, for TV. That would there be very is an unrated version
2: of it. Speaking of, but you have to buy it
0: on Amazon for like or on what? Amazon or on YouTube for like fourteen bucks. And does I'm not it, fucking doing that. Does it have more boobs or something? Like the only time that happens is when the, the he gets flashed at at the friggin' what is it the SantaCon? Santacon? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't even I didn't even notice that. Yeah,
2: yeah I, I You know what? I didn't, didn't have any nudity in it either. So, I, I mean, didn't either.
1: So, Brad, did, did you watch the wait. did you watch the unrated version, Brad? Maybe I maybe I
0: watched the unrated version <laughs> because I definitely did not notice that. <laughs> like, we, yeah, he gets flashed. He's going down. Okay, we actually need this. Is inquiring minds need to know. Is there a scene where Billy Bob Thornton is trying to look for his mom in SantaCon and he goes up to the top of like a slide? No. Oh no. my! I I watched the unrated version. You
2: did, yeah. In the in the in the version we watched, All right. you know, what happens is the camera mainly follows her through SantaCon and then Willie catches up to her. Okay, and a yeah. I'm here. In
0: in in the oh, unrated yeah. version. In the unrated version. Okay, we've unlocked a whole new a whole new game here. The game done changed um so in in the unrated version he he like he's looking for his mom he goes he's like skips the line to get into santa con he basically breaks his way in yeah we and, saw that. and he he goes to the top of this like this bouncy slide to look for his mom and he sees her and then he like goes down the slide and then when he gets to the bottom of the slide these these two girls like one in an elf costume one in a santa costume just like flash him and, like, that's supposed to be, like, oh, he's getting distracted. Oh, he has to search for his mom. Like, I guess they probably just shot that for the unrated version. I, I'm still... Like, I, I'm, like, I'm sorry. Uh, let, me, let me... Let me... Let's break it down, because, I mean, it has to be, like, the sexy... The, the sex-type scenes, right? I guess, well, yeah. the
2: thing is, is that... So, the is, so is there is, is, really... is there a
0: scene where he has sex with, um, Charity Lady in a Christmas tree lot? Yes. Yes. Okay, is there a scene where he has... Sex with the Christmas or with the charity lady in the back alley. Yes. Yes. Does it last for like half a minute and is really uncomfortable? Yes. Yes. Because he keeps, trying, to, he,
2: he keeps <laughs> trying. He keeps to describe how dirty to, it is. Yeah, he keeps he keeps trying to tell her to say "fuck me, Santa." He keeps like, "No, tell me how dirty this is."
0: Does he? Does he have sex with a security guard lady and put soap on his hand? Yes. yes. So that's really o- the only thing they <laughs> added to the unrated version was him getting There might a be some,
2: like, raunchier dialogue at parts. Um, what happens probably is I would say the MPA is really weird on, like, what will and won't fly. And you know how they're like, oh, edit one fuck out of this and we'll give you a better rating, you know? Yeah, there, were, like...
0: a, there were a lot of... But it was already R, wasn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. but what I'm saying is the NPA is really weird and capricious sometimes. And maybe it's just like... Oh, if if we have slightly less of this in there, like from what I remember, I think the whole black and white scene in Kill Bill Volume One—that was not just a stylistic, stylistic choice. It was the NPA refused to give it an R rating because it was too bloody. Yeah. Before, before that change,
0: I really need to see Kill Bill Volume Two. I still need to watch that. Your silence, yeah. your silence so, speaks volumes. I like I like one better, but
1: okay, so, all right, okay, so so. We've discovered a reality in which Brad has not seen the other half of Kill Bill, but also we have somehow convinced we have somehow convinced Brad to not only watch Bad Santa too, having never seen Bad Santa, but he accidentally watched the unrated cut to boot. I love it. I love I, it. I didn't. I like. I knew I was like a a a crafty like. You know, you know, puppet master here, but I didn't realize I was that fucking good. What's up, Superworld? Oh yeah, I God. think I think
2: this is the universe where Berenstain is spelled with like some umlauts and shit.
1: Oh, so like the Berenstain Bears are like a metal band? I'm, I'm- yes.
0: <laughs> Wash your hands after you eat.
1: This one goes out to all the mama bears out there.
2: So is 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 that um. Bernstein Bears book where they're super racist to the pandas and they learn about racism is that a real book
0: (laughs) this is the first I'm hearing of it I don't I that must have come out I so full disclosure I had we our family had like 20 Bernstein Bears books when we were little we didn't have that one I don't know what that speaks to my I don't know if it came out when we were little or what but anyways (laughs)
2: All right, it is apparently called The Berenstain Bear's New Neighbors, and it includes them all standing standing there with the boy bear pointing at a group of pandas moving in next door. No, I've seen it. While Papa Bear looks very racistly at them.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a good (laughs) message if it's like, racism is bad, don't hate your new neighbors.
1: Can I I read you the, the description of this book? Please. Yes. Is just... it, did you find it on
0: Amazon? Like, is it a real book? Uh, this
1: is this is from a website listing off the eight most awkward Berenstain Bears books, and this is number oh. one on the list.
0: You got to give me the other seven later, though. I, I will put this
1: in the show notes. Okay, the Berenstain Bears, nice n- new neighbors. All okay, right, fuck the y-axis. We're talking about Berenstain Bears now. <laughs> Pop up it was it was
2: negative three, I think, or, yeah. Two or three? Negative, yeah, three. Uh, yeah, three. Yeah, three negative, negative three.
1: That's what we're do- that's what we're calling it. Three negative we're three. We're going man. with it. Fuck this piece of shit. Anyway. Papa Bear has many, has been many things during his tenure as a cartoon bear. A lovable oaf, a skilled <laughs> carpenter, even a survivalist. There was a time, though, way back in 1994, when Papa was forced to confront an aspect of his personality readers may not have known about. Bigotry. Oh, After shit. The, a, here, it gets better. After their old neighbors move away, the bears are curious who will occupy the vacant house across the street. One day, a Chinese, uh, panda family arrives and while mama bear and the cubs are excited to meet their new neighbors papa is an apprehensive dick he even accuses them of building a quote spite fence what the- <laughs> it'd be oh one my god thing- to be suspicious of the panda family for having three cubs after all everyone knows pandas hate having sex papa takes things too far though when he hesitates to share his special honey with the pandas as alarming as it sounds papa bears thinly veiled racism is completely overcome after a simple neighborly meet and greet and a few glasses of chilled bamboo juice it seems the cause of prejudiced thinking is rooted in ignorance and the cure is understanding see papa grizzly brown, grizzly brown black polar or panda all bears are created equal except for koalas those shitty marsupials aren't even fucking bears
0: i mean <laughs> that's a good message i it, it, i'm i'm on this fence here where i feel like i've read this one before <laughs> but i don't know if my family owned it
2: I just wanted that sentence to end like black, brown, Kodiak, grizzly, panda we can all kill and eat, Timothy Treadwell
0: (laughs) thank you I don't know I don't know, man we're all grizzly on the inside we're all pandas on the inside, my friend that's true Mm.
1: so there you have it, (sighs) ladies and gentlemen
0: Bad Santa 2
1: is terrible it's bad
0: Don't don't watch
1: it
2: yeah i mean like i mean if you really want to it's like well, you're fucking time to waste you know i, I i've already told you you know you should, it's a waste
0: hey so, I mean, you should play the new zelda instead the new zelda is very good you should watch oh. legion on fx instead legion is very good yeah there's a hundred recommendations <laughs> thousands of recommendations we could make or you could play world of warcraft legion how's that going for you by the way
2: uh, I have not played since the Panda expansion, speaking of Panda, so I have to work my way through the previous expansion. Um. <laughs>
0: is that how I it have... works now?
2: Uh, well, no, I mean, like, well, what happens is each expansion adds, like, five or ten levels on to the end of it, and that's where the new area is, yeah. and, like, you could, like, I have a boost, but it's like... I can boost a character up to the start of the expansion, but I can also just make a character out of the whole cloth and put him up there. So I
0: mean, I mean, grinding is or not grinding, but like the level climb was always the fun part to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, I want to been... go through this go through the story once, and then after that, it's who gives a shit, you know?
0: This has been Gamer Guy chat. Mm, thanks for re- subscribing to us on IGN.
2: Well, at least we all don't play Final Fantasy Fourteen like someone's brother does.
0: <laughs> oh, oh you're talking about sh- me.
1: Called out, damn Daniel! he doesn't listen. I know he doesn't doesn't doesn't. listen. (laughs) (laughs) So that's gonna do it for this episode of Christmas Creeps. Um, uh, Any any final thoughts before we close out tonight? Don't watch this movie. Don't watch this movie. Don't watch this movie. Okay, guys, Uh, that's gonna do. You want
2: to? I'm not your mom. I mean, what the fuck ever, but come on.
1: Okay, we're gonna leave it there. Um Final thoughts. Come on, man. That's our final thought. Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, guy. Come on. So, if you are interested in hearing more Christmas Creeps, you can find us on the internet at christmascreeps.com We are now uh, a part of the Front Row Central family of podcasts which is my movie review site that I host with a a bunch of other gaggle of other uh, movie friendly pals. Uh, You can find us there at frontrowcentral.com uh, we've got other podcasts going on over there. Um, we will probably have some uh, promos in the middle of this episode or at the end. I'm not sure where I'll put it quite yet. but you know, you'll, So you'll be able to f- hear uh, little, little previews for that. Um, so where can you email us? You can email us with questions or comments or recommendations for brand new episodes at xmascreeps at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Christmas Creeps. And fi- follow us on Facebook at Christmas Creeps. We're hard to find hard. No, we're hard to miss. We're the skull with the candy king crossbones. The jolly. No, the holly jolly Roger, as <laughs> we've been calling it lately. Uh, and also, uh, if you do enjoy the show, please uh, like subscribe to us on iTunes and, and uh, leave us a star rating and a review. It lets other people know that uh, this is a show that people actually listen to, which is very important because we're trying to get new listeners. Uh, yes. Share it with a friend. If you are into Christmas Creeps and you want to hear more Christmas movie stuff in the future, uh, share it with a friend and uh, help the Christmas Creeps family grow.
2: I'm looking at our Twitter and, like, the last two posts before the one you just did earlier are Dennis Leary with a water hose spraying people and Hank Hill with a water hose spraying himself.
1: (laughs) I'm nothing if not consistent. I love it. I love it. So, uh, that's going to do it for Christmas Creeps. Uh, I'm Joseph Wade, here with Johnny Five, the human robot, and Mr. Bradford. Uh, Don't drive you, like my brother. Wishing you a pleasant March.
0: Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas.